The following conversation originally aired February 2nd, 2022 on the Wednesday edition of The Point with Marianne Hart and Louise Kaplan on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Our guests this morning are Dee Dee Johnson, Vice President of Home Ownership Services, and Scott Nordquist, Homeowner Services Manager of Bend Redmond Habitat for Humanity. Welcome to the Wednesday Point, Dee Dee and Scott, and thank you for your time this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. First first of all, I can't believe it's been a year and a half last August since we've had Habitat on the Point. And the first time we've had the opportunity to meet you, Dee Dee and Scott. So let's start off by learning a bit about each of you and your roles at Habitat. Dee Dee, ladies first. Oh, why thank you. I've been with Habitat now for about 11 years, and I've been in the homeowner services department and have also gone on a few global village trips with our local affiliate here. But my primary work has been with the families and our committees to help select the families and following them and educating them and doing some post-purchase programming. So it's a it's a pretty full picture that we get to walk this path with folks going through the journey to housing and affordable housing. So you get up close and personal with Very. the families. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, it really becomes a, a learning path for me as well. You really get to know their their children and their lives. And sometimes we, we all have those ups and downs and seasons of life. And so we try to wrap around and provide another family for them as they go through the program because things happen. Didi, you mentioned Global Village. What What is that? Wow. Global Village is a basically a mission trip to other countries to help build homes in other countries. And so Habitat International manages these global village trips. And so there's Habitat affiliates all over the world, like there are in different cities throughout the United States. And we go from anywhere from a week to two weeks at a time to Guatemala, uh, Dominican Republic. I've gone to Trinidad and Tobago. We've even done some local trips when the global village trips weren't happening. So we've gone to Houston, you know, we've done some of that storm post work and, but global village is really, it's, it's wonderfully managed and run. And uh, they try to put a little bit of history in wherever we're visiting on both sides of the trips. And then for that week, we get to build on site with the families and then experience how they do home dedications and how they build and very different in other countries. Um, it really interesting to see how people build. And I did, uh, when my son graduated from high school a couple of years ago, uh, the mission trip and his gift, his graduation gift was to go to Africa. And so we went to Lusaka and did a global village build there and built homes with that local Habitat affiliate, which was um, building for families coming out of the second largest slum in Africa. And we even visited the places that they were living. And it was absolutely unreal. Just absolutely unreal. Makes you very grateful for what we have. And the trip was definitely life-changing. Wow. Scott, you get to follow that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am new to the Habitat family. I've been here about three weeks. And I've got a background. I've volunteered with other nonprofits. Um, I've worked as a case manager, youth conservation corps, and a lot of time in the outdoor industry as well. And Didi, so Didi used to do this by herself, but the last few years, our Ben Redmond Habitat affiliate has been growing and building more homes. So our homeowner services department is quite busy. We're taking on new applications and then also guiding our 
current partner families through the process. So for the new members of our listener family, educate us. First of all, what is the mission of Habitat? Well, our mission is to build affordable homes so that every, um, every we believe our every family deserves a home. And so we believe in partnership and doing that with our community. And we definitely put our principles of putting, you know, action into uh, communities and build hope. And we hope to eliminate housing that is definitely not affordable for, for families. So Habitat has been in Central Oregon since 1989, and the Bend Habitat merged with Redmond in 2019. Bring us up to date on what Habitat has done in our area since its inception. Oh, my goodness. We have built about 174 homes, and um, since our local affiliate was established, you're right, been going for about 30-plus years now, so um, it's pretty amazing. We also, at a period of time, and we do a little bit, but we don't do a lot of repair work, just because of our staffing, but we have built 174 homes and um, repaired about 145. We kind of hope to get back to that uh, critical home repair at one uh, point in time in the future, but we really are focusing on our home builds right now. So Habitat is well-known. It's a well-known nonprofit. Everybody's heard of you, but there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Let's start off by clearing those up. Do you give away the homes? Yeah, that's a big one. People come to us all the time thinking, oh, but if I do a little bit of this sweat equity and I know how to do X, Y, and Z, then um, you can give me a home. And no, unfortunately, homes, they're very expensive to build. But what we do is we sell homes to families that qualify and that fit within our income guidelines. So they are purchasing a home. So they are also doing sweat equity and they're also doing education. But in the end, they are qualified for a loan through, right now we use um, an outside lender in the Oregon Residential Bond Program. And so we work with local lenders who help families through that application process, but it's a below market interest rate loan. And then that money comes back into a portion of those proceeds that they qualify for in their loan, comes right back into Habitat so that we can put that back into construction. But families do have to qualify. They have to meet some minimum guidelines and um, they have to be able to qualify for a certain level of a loan. And uh, we go from there. What are the qualifications that the families must meet? Well, they have a. They need to have a minimum credit score of 620, and they need to have their short-term debt-to-income ratio needs to be below 12%, and they need to be able to save at least $2,000 towards their closing costs. But there's no down payment, um, no judgments, collections, or liens, and have uh, proof of legal residency. And then they have income guidelines. So, for example, let's go with family of three. A lot of our families are single parents. They need to have a minimum household income of $33,000 per year. And then that same family of three, um, we go up to 80% of the area median income, but about $54,000, $55,000 for that house. I just wanted to ask you, Gigi, about the current situation. And Ben, there's currently a process of accepting applications for a project, and I think it's on South 27th Street in Bend. Could you tell us about that project? What type of homes? How large are they? How many units? Just to kind of give you a little bit of history, about a couple of times a year, we open up for what we call an open application cycle. We accept applications. We open it up for a two to three week period with a deadline. And so right now, because families need to be in the program for about a year to complete all the requirements, right now we're opening up for our Southeast 27th, which is just off of Reed Market um, development. And that is a 12-unit development of townhomes on a land lease. 
So we will be accepting uh, at least 12 families into or individuals into the program uh, that are qualified and we'll be selling those homes next spring and summer. So we want to give people a year in the program to complete the requirements. And they are three bedroom, two bath. We believe they're going to have a garage. We have a draft flyer on our website, but once we get the actual plans from the architect, we'll put the actual floor plans up on the website. But right now we are accepting applications and those applications are also available on our website in the restores uh, near the cashier's counter in our offices and at Latino Community Association. And those applications are due February 11th. So deadline is coming up. And it's probably a good time to mention the fact that Scott is bilingual and can help our Spanish-speaking homeowners. Absolutely. So what other projects are planned in Central Oregon for 2022? Well, we are looking right now. We have enough land for about 30 homes through 2023. But our next project, and we're waiting to hear on some land purchase, possibly in Redmond. So we try to go back and forth between the two communities. So um, we're finishing up a a townhome, an eight-unit townhome development in Bend. And we're also finishing up a 10-unit townhome development in Redmond. Um, So those families have already been selected, and they're currently in the program working through towards that. So we'll come back to Bend. We'll work on that Southeast 27th Street project, and then hopefully look at having land by then in Redmond. It's always, always, um, you know, if anybody wants to partner with us, land is the biggest issue, you know, is, you know, finding someone who can partner with us. We've had some really unique experiences in a donor saying, listen, I, I want to give back. I've done really well. How about I give you this piece of land I have in trade for you developing uh, one or two lots for me? And um, we did that recently with our Northwest Cottages in Bend. And it was a fabulous gift from a very generous couple in our community. And they really believe that affordable housing and homeownership versus renter makes a difference in our community. It was a fabulous gift to Habitat, and we're very open to that. The cottages that you mentioned, are those the net zero cottages? Those are the net zero cottages. Tell us about those. Yeah, that was just a fabulous partnership of uh, a lot of folks in the community to make that happen. But net zero really means that your energy bills equate to you're not really taking anything from it's a zero equivalent uh, energy use. So the family's utility bills might be about 10 to I just spoke with a couple of the families, 10 to 16 dollars a month. Wow. So for their utility bills. So, yes, it's fabulous. So they're not using a whole lot of energy. So the new homes um, that are going to be built, the townhomes on 27th mm-hmm. Street, will they have some, will they have solar panels or any kind of, you know, net, I mean, maybe not net ener- net zero mm-hmm. energy, but some sort of equivalent? You know, we're hopeful for that. They, we are putting solar on our Quince townhomes. And so those are, it's solar electric. And so they will also have that. I um, mean, most of our builds, we're, pretty highly efficient and and we get those energy star tests and ratings and so that's our goal um, I don't know for sure yet whether or not those will have solar but we're always pushing for that because our goal is to make the costs as low and as efficient as possible for homeowners once they're in the homes because they're probably used to paying pretty high utility bills each month high rent and so our goal is to also build homes that are zero escaped so we try not to put in a lot of costs that you know putting in, you know, water or treating plants. So we use local and native plants. So make that as efficient as we can for the homeowner. 
You actually just won an award from Central Oregon Builders Association. Tell us about that. Yeah, we are. We're very proud of that um, that award. And um, our construction team consists of AmeriCorps. Uh, every year we try to bring in at least six AmeriCorps. So we're not only building these beautifully efficient homes, we are also educating and our, our future youth and folks that come into our program every year and help teach them about energy efficiency and building and construction and leadership. So yeah, that award is something we're very, the construction team is very proud of because we really only have a few paid construction staff. And so we do it all with the community and with AmeriCorps. And tell us what that award was. You know, you're asking the wrong person uh, <laughs> about that. If you ask me to tell you anything about the families. But right. Let's talk about those families. What does an average habitat buyer look like? Oh, gosh, we have, I'd say about 75% of our families are single parents. Uh, it just so falls in that category. Um, a lot of female head of households. Although I have to say this year, I've been seeing a lot of male single parents inquiring in our program. We have a handful, well, we have more than that. We probably have a dozen uh, veteran families that we serve as well. And um, it's a range of ages. So people think, oh, I'm a single, you know, retired adult. I can't apply for Habitat, but that's wrong. You, you know, we have, we have the whole range. We're seeing people uh, want to stay here in Central Oregon, want to help with their families and their grandchildren. And so our selection committee looks at, looks at everyone, yeah, but lots of single parents. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about where people can find out more information, your website or what they need to do. Right. So they can, anyone can go to bendredmondhabitat.org and then pull on the homeownership page or what we do and it'll pull down to homeownership and everything. There are informational videos, uh, two informational videos on that website, a how-to tips video for our application flyers and probably more information than than you could digest but uh it is it's all there for you thanks for listening to this kpov podcast kpov is community radio for the high desert of central oregon for more information and our program schedule go to kpov.org we value your feedback drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org